gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Oh, welcome to um, Meatcast. <laughs> It's me and Kyle. I, well, I'm a little out Nick, of are you okay? It's, it's been uh, it's been too long since we've done a show. It's been two weeks. Now. Okay, well, one week in between shows. That's my excuse. Look, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> you should be able to keep it together for 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 an extra week, buddy. Look, well, Kyle, you were devastated by the the Texas ice storm. I truly was. Uh, I wouldn't say devastated. I feel bad saying that because so many people had it so much worse. I mean, I was without power for like two and a half days, you know. Uh, uh, what are you complaining about? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not complaining. You're the one who said devastated. <laughs> well, it, we 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 uh, we missed a, f- a bunch of Heathcliff, so we got to get into that. But we should. We have a guest today. Um, he uh, is. Yeah, he, you know, I should have asked how he wanted to be introduced. <laughs> Probably. I, the, I mean, off. I, it's it's been an off week here. I mean, I'm in Austin also, so I I was part of a victim of the ice storm. But, um, I we never lost power, so we were doing better than better than you, Kyle. I'm sorry for your loss of two and a half days. Thank you. Of power. Thank you. So well, and the. Um, <laughs> tens of dollars of groceries that I had in my refrigerator. <laughs> Uh, well, that voice oh, yeah. was Jared Kingery, uh, and Jared, uh, we, we are both members of the uh, Nighttime Garbage Apes Facebook group where we talk about Heathcliff. Yeah, I, I imagine that's how you found the show. Yes, uh, yes, that is how I found the show. Um, I'm also a member of the Heathcliff Discord, uh, where the show is discussed as well. Oh, the ham posters. Um, uh yeah, I guess I don't know. It goes off all day long. I I don't have time to keep up with. We that, gotta so. we gotta get in this Discord. I'm not in this Discord. Nick, are you in this Discord? They they uh yeah, I'm in the Discord. They mentioned the the <laughs> podcast today. In fact, um, referencing uh the upcoming comic. So oh, um, uh, tomorrow's comic. The buzz is out. The buzz is out there. Wow, finally. that's wow, okay. I mean, what a what a joy. Uh, shout out to everybody on the the meat the meat cliff. <laughs> <laughs> the meat, the heath, well, we're taking it over. It's going to be the Meatcast Discord from now on, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to look it up. And I guess I, if I wanted to give you credits, I do have a podcast. Of Please. My own. Oh, I had no idea. Uh, I'm sorry. Called called it's called the Sinisnod Podcast. It's a film review podcast. It's almost nine years old, which is crazy. Hell yeah! Wow. Um, so you've been recording. You've been podcast for nine years. Yes. Uh, film reviews. Um, we've started and stopped a few podcasts along the way. Um, as one does, but this one has been going for nine years. Uh, me and my my podcasting partner Cody. Uh, that's really wow. impressive. I've got maybe three more weeks of this left in me, <laughs> <laughs> and you got extended because of the yeah, power. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Stay of execution. <laughs> yeah, and I I, uh, I I I hover around the edges of of comedy stuff. I'm a contributor for the hard times. Oh, that's right. Oh, I saw cool. that. Yeah, the very, very cool. funny. Uh, the the kind of the punk version of the Onion, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I didn't write the Heathcliff one. Oh, though, right. That, that that's makes the right. Rounds. We talked about that on the on Heathcliff episode, yeah. Garfield. 
Yeah, I believe that's uh, I believe that's Seth Peterson. It goes by Sethophus um, when he records. Um, I believe that's who that is. If I'm shouting out the wrong person, I apologize, but I believe that's Seth Peterson. Shout out to Seth. Shout out to Seth. Either way, uh. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. I, I like him a lot. Uh, but we so we we want to talk about Heathcliff. And before you before mm-hmm. we start the show, you tantalized us with uh, uh, your cat has been featured in Kitty Corner. Yes, I'm. I'm going to hold this Whoa. up um, for for us on the Zoom here. Um, this is an actual. This is the actual uh, original Heathcliff art uh, from the the strip that my cat was featured in. My my late cat Rocky. Um, he was a uh, big fan of gum. Um, <laughs> he, he he loved mint. The, the cats have these weird things where every now and then they just love random things. Like one of my cats now loves cantaloupe. My cat Rocky loved coconut. I mean, coconut. What am I trying to say? Um, loved gum. I don't know where coconut. Came from. <laughs> yeah, Excuse me. Okay. I think because I said cantaloupe and I said coconut. Uh, anyway, up. he loved mint. He loved mint, and he uh, once ate an entire pack of of my gum. So I thought it was a a very fitting story for Kitty Corner. Um, if you can see the 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 image here, um, it's a picture of my cat blowing a bubble with gum, much as. Uh, <laughs> Heathcliff would, um, and yeah, it's that's that's why I respect the uh, sanctity of of Kitty Corner um, as much as I do. I know there's some yeah. jokers out there who like to get uh, fake ones in there, and I'm not a big fan of that. But um, there's also sure. some sickos who are not fans of the Sunday comics at all. <laughs> uh, I've heard that in the uh, in the past episodes, and yes, I will agree that that there is a lot of filler panels, but. That was a big thing for Bill Watterson too. Like he was, he filled the space because it threatened. That was how he threatened to, uh, or that's how he didn't get his the strip cut off when he published Calvin and Hobbes. See, uh, unnamed fan, non fans of Sunday comics. That's uh, that's what's going on there. I still do want to get in Kitty Corner someday. That is my goal. I will have to make up a cat for that. It will have to be one of those pranksters. (laughs) Uh, uh, Are you you talking about how? I, this came up on Get Played recently, right? Uh, the podcast Get Played. Forrest Lastman, friend of the show, Forrest Lastman, <laughs> as, as pointed out uh, some something about the, yes. this Kitty Corner. I, I he, didn't quite understand it. It was a he game mentioned reference. that in the Discord. Yeah. yeah, he mentioned that in the Discord uh, recently too. Uh, that that he has got a couple of, of fake fake out Kitty Corners in there. Again, I, I I don't I'm not a fan of that. I respect the the institution that is Kitty Corner. Yeah, I find this practice um, but... shameful, frankly. <laughs> it is shameful. I'll go re- read your Kitty Corner here, though. It says uh, Jared Kingery of Austin, Texas, says his late cat Rocky loved mint so much he once ate a whole pack of his gum. Uh, you love to see it, uh, and of course, you as you mentioned, <laughs> you are sort of illustrated in here too. Do you have a beard like this bearded man and you're in this bearded owner of uh I... of Rocky? I did at the time. Okay. Um, I have since shaved it off because it was a little too gray. Did you include um, a reference beer reference picture so that uh, Gallagher <laughs> knew to draw the beard in there? No, I wow, just no, but he's I, into, I he's an intuitive. No, I reached out. <laughs> no, because I bugged him on Facebook about it. Um, so he probably just looked at my Facebook profile. This was like the website was broken at the time, the Heathcliff website. So the actual submission um, section was down. Oh. Um, but I communicated with him uh, via Facebook, and that's how I arranged to buy this actual strip. Wow! I was through Facebook. Okay, he's—I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's reachable. <laughs> and I, I, oh yeah, and I believe like 
I just sent a check to his house. <laughs> just to just to say thanks. Oh no, you mean to buy no, the no, like that. I buy the, the strip. strip. I thought you meant recently. You sent a check no. to Peter Gallagher's house. I should for for everything he's given. He deserves me, it. Um, the enjoyment. But that does, it does mean you have his. You've got his address, so we can show so up. So we there can go and, there. I assume it was his house. I don't know. It was the address for Heathcliff Enterprises. You don't think he's got a corporate uh, HQ? You don't think he's rent? He, you don't think he's renting a WeWork? I, I don't believe he's got any office space for this. But I, it, this could be like a, a, a shell company, as far as I okay, as far well, as I is, know. But I, I doubt suddenly it. turned into an episode of Serial. We're gonna show up at whatever <laughs> this address is this with is, our microphones. This is how. Uh, Krusty, Krusty the Clown got busted by <laughs> by the IRS in that episode of The Simpsons. It is. This is what one thing I am proud of. Well, and and um, I was I made it into Kitty Corner mere months before. Um, I think everybody's a lot of people's Heathcliff, Rosetta Stone, Brandy Brown. Hmm. Um, and uh, she was she's uh, mildly uh, prodded me, telling me that. That my story is fake. <laughs> um, Brandy Brown, I know her since, from since Twitter, but I don't know. I didn't realize she was people's Heathcliff Rosetta Stone. She is mentioned. Uh, so my my introduction to this to the weird Heathcliff to the new Heathcliff was through an article um, on the Outline um, that was referenced. I believe I saw it via the AV Club, and pretty there. And I Twitter found the. Uh, the nighttime garbage ape group. I don't remember. It's been so long ago and I'm so enmeshed in this community. Now it feels like it's always been a part of me. Yeah. It's tendrils have really sunk into you. <laughs> I'm more Heathcliff than man. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to this week at Heathcliff. This week on Heathcliff. We have two weeks worth of comics to talk about, so I, I, I chose a selection uh, of them of, of my favorites. We're not going to cover all of them. We never should cover all of them, but we sometimes end up doing that. But sorry, I'm a for, I'm a former local news guy, and that just gave me like PTSD <laughs> for breaking news. Uh, but anyway, here we have the Heathcliff from January 30th. It's Heathcliff walking down the sidewalk with a big helmet, a bigger helmet than usual, and it says diversion. <laughs> and two birds are sitting on the grass, and one of them is saying he'll try to distract us with his helmet. Hey, this is just a, a great one, right? <laughs> I, I'm a fan because that's basically bird-like behavior too. Like, don't they like distract predators and, and attract mates? Oh, like sure. With, with colorful sort of, plumage. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. peacocking essentially. Yeah, right? um, uh, that's that's true. Um, uh, speaking of which, shout out to the Peacock streaming service. Uh, just very good content on there lately. I just want to say. Um, we we just subscribe. They've been killing it. Paul T. Goldman, very good. Um, these two <laughs> birds are not on a branch, which I find notable. Normally they are in the tree, but now they're they're just standing there at easily reachable Heathcliff. Lo- Heathcliff could easily murder yeah. these two birds, even without the distraction. Yeah, I feel like they realize they're. I feel like they realize they're mm-hmm. screwed. Yeah. Like that's why, like that that one just has a thousand yards. The one who's talking has a thousand yard stare, like going the other way. He does, he does. They've realized their mistake, and boy, are they in for it now. And not to explain the juggernaut, but it's 
so great. <laughs> and, uh, the the diversion is the the helmet that says diversion. Do you, how do you think? I, I don't see any sort of padding inside that helmet. How is it? Has it like, staying on there? How is it, it floating on top of his head? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Does it have like a like some sort of rigging underneath? That yeah, it's got to be. Well, it's very sure. much. You know, you've seen. There's this new trend now. Apparently, there's an NFL player who's he has a friend who makes very big hats. Oh yeah. Big hats. I saw that on Shark Tank. And yeah. so uh, this is sort of um, zeitgeisty in that way, I think. Um, Peter, I'm sure, is a fan of the big hats. and Because uh, this helmet seems bigger than normal to me, uh, than your typical Heathcliff. So wait, is this... So because Heathcliff's a cat, is this just a human-sized helmet? Great question. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Could be. I think I think that could easily be the case. Although we've had we've had questions go- about scale in the past, we're not really a hundred percent sure. But yeah, I, I like the read on that. Okay, well, let's move on to January thirty first. Uh, this is Heathcliff wearing his wizard outfit and kind of making some pugs float in the air, and uh, the dog catcher is in the background, and he says, "I prefer to not use wizardry." <laughs> So he's kind of looking down on Heathcliff. For yeah, his he's he's a little. He's like uh, he's getting shown up, and he doesn't feel good about it. You know, I love his. I I I love the little like kind of traditional Merlin esque wizard costume that Heathcliff wears. Yeah, yeah. very it's very archetypical, very Mickey Mouse and Fantasia um, mm. sort yeah. of look. Um, I like that the dog catcher's got his hand in his pockets so that Peter doesn't have to draw <laughs> the hand. Shout out! I see you, Peter. <laughs> Um, do you feel like the pug's legs are too tiny? (laughs) I mean, it's funny that they're tiny. It is funny. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to say too, because I do like, and their tongues are out, which of course, signature, uh, pug feature, I feel like. And I, I love that attention to detail. They also, the, um, the little X's and O's that are surrounding them meant Mm -hmm. to indicate magic, uh, could easily also be reinterpreted to mean that they're drunk. Yes, I so yeah the 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 Heathcliff um, that I have the, the in my kitty corner he's like waking up from a nap in it and he's got the little mm-hmm. circles over his head as though he's like awakening from a mm-hmm. stupor. Yeah, I, in my mind mentally, I, my these hicc- these uh, pugs are hiccuping right now, uh, and there's a little brown <laughs> jug just out of frame. I like that this implies that the dog catcher could use wizardry he could like, it's yeah. an option for him he just is choosing not to it yeah I, I i feel like this is um the like he's he's very tall too yeah. like there's some sort of supernatural aspect <laughs> he's, about as he's tall like, as the truck standing he's behind the truck. Him, <laughs> you're right he's standing behind a hill too and you don't see his feet very rob liefeld-esque you don't see his <laughs> All right. feet either yeah yeah he didn't want to didn't want to draw feet didn't want to draw hands uh, Gal getting a little lazy. <laughs> I'm I can't be smirch Peter Gallagher. I'm no, sorry. we love Peter. I we love him. we love him. I can't but be a we, part of we see as fellow shortcut takers. We, <laughs> we see the method here. <laughs> okay, so then February first. So we have looked at all of them so far, but we're not going to look at all of them. But the, this one is uh, <laughs> Heathcliff walking down the sidewalk with his robot friend. And the robot has like a cone, like a the kind of cone you would give to a pet so they wouldn't lick himself. And uh, yeah, the the birds are saying he's very close to his robot. Yeah, I mean this implies that the robot once had genitals and now does not. <laughs> oh, you think uh, right? he's wearing this because he was neutered? <laughs> well, I mean that's the only 
that's the only reason my pets have ever worn a uh, collar is to keep them away from their from a wound from like a, a surgical. Well, I think it's from surgic like a, like if you have to get uh, stitches also for any yeah. other reason. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean my my cat recently had a. a and I'm sorry for putting his personal business out there, but had a ruptured anal gland. Oh, tough. Whoa. And he had, he had to wear that. Um, but then, of course, when he was neutered, he had to wear right. that as okay. well. So um, that's what I mean. Like, it implies to me that the robot had balls and maybe liked <laughs> mm-hmm. to lick them. I, I agree with you, or, Jared. <laughs> I think that's you. right. And I guess if, yeah, if the robot, like, starts to lick his innards <laughs> he might e- electrocute himself do <laughs> you suggesting that this that robot possible? has spit <laughs> I, I mean if he's got if he's able to to lick something i, I mean yeah that's true could you true. shock if you were if you were powered by electricity could you literally elect like shock yourself i don't know it's like if i feel like you're i feel like you're grounded like that's a closed circuit mm. like god could god create <laughs> <laughs> a dick so big that he himself could not suck it. I don't know. I feel like I've said that before on the show. Why, why would I? By the way, the birds survive their encounter with Heathcliff. I assume. They yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yes. so. Yeah. I think you're right. Has anyone ever died in Heathcliff? That's a, that is a great um, question for a future garbage garbage eight uh, deep dive. Are, aren't there like? Uh, I mean, he has like the conscience. Uh, angel and devil mm. i mean aren't those sp- typically like some sort of uh supernatural not supernatural but like people that have passed on is i don't know if they've passed heathcliff, on or not or if they're just you know has heathcliff accepted christ in his heart is what i want to know <laughs> what, what you know is he a christian i'm fine yeah. with whatever answer this is also before we move on from this Guys, this one's insane. <laughs> I just feel like I we haven't. It. I love it. <laughs> we haven't effectively. Yeah. Why is the caption? Why is this well, the caption? <laughs> why is that the caption? <laughs> he's very close to his robot. Is it because? Is it meant to imply like he's coming back from the vet with his robot? Like he cares? He's caring for him? I don't know. I guess so. I, Kyle, do you think you could come up with a better caption? Oh man. Uh... <laughs> Punch it up. Kyle's Corner. Punch it up. That's the Kyle's Punch Up Corner theme song that I made. Wow. I, 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 I really appreciate um, you giving me an island vibe for that. Because um, you know that's what I project. Uh, um, well, now you I feel like I'm on the spot here. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, I mean, I feel like we already. Uh, I, mean, I, I would. I would, would have some. Uh, Jared, to you do got one. With, yeah, Jared, please. Yeah, I mean, I. I suggest. I mean, uh, on the, I think uh, on the official uh, Heathcliff uh, Instagram account, I I made a joke about ball bearings. <laughs> mm. Oh um, yeah. He, I don't know. I didn't. He, I didn't craft it into another caption, but he, yeah, he. I try to comment as lewd as I possibly can to see if <laughs> Peter Gallagher will actually like it. And typically he does. He can't lick his ball bearings, something like that. That, that, that works. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't okay, have his we, ball we bearings it. anymore. You know, whatever. Yes. He's lost. What do you think's going on with the panel on his chest? It looks like he's got like a tic-tac-toe. I think that's what it is. I think it's it just like. tic-tac-toe. I don't think it actually does anything <laughs> functional. I think it's Simon. I think it's a Simon game. Mm. So you can just play mm. Simon. I think he's, I think he's basically a walking Simon. Do you think that? Do you think that's his I would, name? or do you think he's a walking Simon yes. named, you know, Robert or something? 
<laughs> Come on, that's silly. <laughs> oh my god! Canonically, this, he's Simon to me now. <laughs> I think we've looked at every comic so far. We can't skip February second. This one's really great. It's uh, it's. Uh, We're not going to look at every one of them though. <laughs> no, but but so far we have. It's a skunk. And Heathcliff, they're both sitting on turned over garbage cans, and uh, Heathcliff's got uh, a clothespin on his nose uh, and a fish skeleton in his mouth, and the skunk is saying, I can be myself around you. Fellas, when I tell you I did not even notice the clothespin <laughs> the first time I saw his wife. I'm right. right. 100%. I didn't catch it. You. I didn't catch it, but I, there it is, clear as day. Uh, I love this I, one. I love this one. Um, I feel, oh, go I, ahead. I, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to echo. I love when Heathcliff uh, befriends these, these, you know, nominal outsiders, whether it's a skunk, an alien. I think that's typically who he eats mm-hmm. garbage with. Yeah, <laughs> often, he's often eating garbage with aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I know you've mentioned before the, the kind of just brown shit that's in the can. <laughs> Um, I'm curious about what those two papers are. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, is that blue. somebody's like? <laughs> is, is that uh, is that classified documents that 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 were? That's that a really good question yeah. because once it's in the, we all know once it's in the garbage can, it's it's not. You don't need a warrant or anything for it. <laughs> that's ev- that's the people's. Uh, the so people's whoever's garbage. whoever's garbage this is, you got to get yourself a paper shredder. Uh, if you don't want people getting out of this, um, I think this would have been a great Valentine's Day, uh, Heathcliff. The, I saw this oh, in that man, one. It yeah. warmed it warmed my heart, you know. I, and then I looked at the calendar. And I said February second. <laughs> give it a give it a couple of weeks, say, Pete. Boo? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think- rubbed my eyes and I looked at the calendar again, and then I looked <laughs> at. Uh, you went, I, I, I. Did you look at the bottle of liquor you were drinking? In big letters. <laughs> yeah, throw it away. I did. I did. Throw it and then over I hiccuped. Yeah. And then in big letters on the calendar, it said anniversary. And I said, oh, boy, I forgot it again. <laughs> um, I'm not married. It's interesting That's that there's joke. not a Groundhog Day theme. Interested that the, interesting there's not a Groundhog Day. Was yeah. this on Groundhog Day, February 2nd? Yes, February 2nd, mm. yeah. That might come into play later there, today. We'll could have easily been a oh. could have easily been a well, I guess it could have been a groundhog instead of a skunk. I guess that's part of the joke, but yeah, yeah. Well, then he wouldn't. Then the clothespin wouldn't make any sense. Or the caption. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a real uh, house of cards. Sorry. So we're sticking <laughs> with a stinky theme, and this time it's uh, Heathcliff rubbing cheese under his armpit on or on his armpit under his arm, and uh, there are two mice. In, by the mouse hole and one of them is saying he stole my scent <laughs> I love so it's it it's like a weird little yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the, the, the mice smell like cheese I guess is what they're implying but yeah, cause that's I, what I don't think eating. of mice as smelling like cheese that's yeah, true maybe he rubs it under his armpits I mean uh, that, I, but again possible. like do Heathcliff armpits Heathcliff's armpits have the like human qualities where that's your like pheromones released from because my cat's armpits don't stink. Yeah, Have you smelled them. If anything, he should be rubbing it in between his little paw pads. Yeah, or like on his uh, where that the the thing on his head, you know those little bald looking uh-huh. spots. Okay. Yeah. My dog's armpits don't stink, but I think that's because he uses right guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my, I mean, my cats use the spray, like the the old school. Nick, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you say right guard? I think you meant to say bite guard. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Come on, Kyle. I'm, what? Come on. What? You can't get mad at me. Come on. I'm just saying. I thought that you meant to say bite guard. Okay. February 6th. It's the amazing Randy and Kevin are putting on a show. These are packed uh-huh. shows, by the way, that the amazing Randy and Kevin put on. <laughs> and they're always going awry. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why people come because uh, they, they know there's a good chance something's going to go wrong. But of course, me and Randy is a classic magician and he's got a top hat and uh, he usually is trying to pull Kevin, the rabbit, out of the top hat. But this time Heathcliff is in there and Heathcliff has a little orange bunny ears attached to his head as well. And, and a shit eating grin. Yep. And the amazing Randy is not happy about it. He says, tell Kevin this is not over. We, we've seen a lot of variations on the amazing Randy and Kevin and the rabbit in the hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this one was... I thought the caption made this funny to me. The understated caption. And I think I think Heathcliff's face sells it. Yeah. I mean, he's really like very satisfied with himself. So walk me through the logic here. Kevin is the rabbit, the usual person that's in the hat, but the but Randy's saying, Tell Kevin this is not over. Is the implication here that Heathcliff is giving Randy an undue day off or Heathcliff is giving Kevin an undue day off? And subbing in I for Kevin so. and Randy's like, "Come on, what are you doing to me?" There, there's a there's a long simmering thing happening. I I take it as and that that Heathcliff is is just the latest. This is just the latest uh, thing that's happening between Randy and Kevin. With Kevin under my Heathcliff seems to be very involved mm-hmm. with this for some reason. Um, and we'll, we'll yeah, get into did, that. Randy's we'll get into Heathcliff... it a little oh, okay. bit later. Great, good, yeah. I'll save it. But uh, <laughs> but let's look at February 7th oh, man, real this quick. One. Uh, it's uh, three mice flying off into the air with bubble gum bubbles, and Heathcliff is standing kind of smugly watching him with another mouse, and the mouse is saying, looks like I missed the gum rapture. So this is another one that just <laughs> makes no sense. I love it because it implies that, that this mice this mouse is a sinner, <laughs> um, and it has not repented yeah uh, um, more I, more information regarding the religious uh undertones here yeah the mice have some sort of weird religion involving gum i guess <laughs> yeah and like they didn't they didn't they didn't disappear no. like they're floating like up the human rapture like anybody could in the world of Heathcliff, anybody could choose to float away just as these mice are, are doing that's true yeah, they all have maybe, that but ability. Maybe, maybe the mouse is joking. Maybe the mouse is making a joke. Maybe he doesn't believe any of this. Maybe he's just like, oh, hey, looks like I missed the gum rash. He's like a Reddit atheist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm saying maybe, yeah, maybe he, maybe there is no gum rapture at all. Maybe it's just this dumb joke this mouse is making. Like all of his friends are floating away, and he's like, oh, hey, looks like I missed the gum rapture. <laughs> I mean. I would say if that if he's making a joke, he probably should workshop it a little more. Cause <laughs> yeah, I don't. Seems I don't get it. I gotta tell you, I don't get it. I love that pe- that comic, but I, I I don't. I do like it. I mean, it it it, op- it opens up a theological discussion, which I'm frankly not comfortable. Yeah, not ready to not have. comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. uh, friend of the show, Dylan uh, Dylan Garcia and fellow podcaster uh, sent me that, and they're not a typical Heathcliff fan, but they were like, "This is really good." Like, okay. Oh wow! Great. Yeah, Dylan liked it. Feel, feel like you sure he wasn't trying to like? That sounds like um, what's it called when you have to go out and convert people? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, proselytizing. Yeah, like a mission. Yeah, trip. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're into. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Yeah, gum rapture. But okay, so February eighth. This is the last one we'll look at. Uh, it's Heathcliff <laughs> staring, licking his lips, staring at a at a fishbowl 
wearing a uh, a bib that says Dan on it, and one of the fish in the fishbowl <laughs> is saying, "This looks like trouble, Dan." I don't mean to overstate things. <laughs> I tend to get hyperbolic. This is an all timer. I mean, th- this is this is maybe one of the best I've ever seen. I love this one. So much to like. First of all, why would he have a Dan bib? <laughs> Second of all, a fish named Dan. Who doesn't love that? That's so funny. I love... I've heard of a fish called Wanda, but a fish named Dan? <laughs> <laughs> now I've seen is everything. That a, is that a, the, the implication is that his full name is Daniel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Daniel going fish, by yeah. Dan? Yeah. Perhaps That's a... like a mobster. Yeah. It's like my friends call me Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, I also like that this the fishbowl's just in a pillar in the middle of the room. <laughs> like it's a museum <laughs> yeah. piece. <laughs> what is it's this like weird pillar? pillar. <laughs> it looks like a speaker. It looks like oh, it could be a speaker, like a, like a big a, old speaker. It looks like <laughs> it looks like one of the <laughs> twin towers of the World Trade Center. Um, <laughs> formerly of New York City, Man- Manhattan fame. I'm just saying right. it. That's what it looks like. Garbage deep death. We got to move on to the next segment. <laughs> Sorry, Cal, you're being a stinker. <laughs> no, I'm not. I got all. Look, I want to hear more about. I want to hear more about your your uh, 9/11 theories. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jared. Finally. We can't get to what we got to talk about the amazing Randy, and this is the real amazing Randy. Whoa, R E N D I. He's a famous magician, the amazing Randy. I was looking. I was. Wanted, I'm not going to do a garbage deep dive on the amazing Randy. This is Randy, <laughs> the, the real amazing. I don't. And I don't know if this is who Peter Gallagher named him after, but he is a famous magician and, and skeptic. That, it's, that uh, yeah, he's the one that uh, like wanted. Like he's offered money to psychics yes. to prove mm. that they're psychic. He tries real. to debunk. Is he still alive? He died very recently, a couple of years ago. You uh, sure about that? Because he's a real Rasputin-looking mf'er. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, um, like I, I, I learned about him via like Penn and Teller. Yes, the skeptic, uh, skeptic stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Penn and Teller, I have a little clip <laughs> oh, here of hey, Penn and Teller talking that. about the pulling a rabbit out of a hat trick. Which Jimmy Fallon. Wow. Fresh takes on everything. That's what I got to respect about you guys. You, you never stop. And, and, and so, what are you doing? What trick are you doing for us tonight? Well, you know, uh, Teller asked me if I'd ever seen a magician pull a rabbit out of a hat. And I realized I'd never seen that trick. And then Teller told me he hadn't either. And that's weird because that's a cliche. You know, when someone recognizes me, they have me recognize me in Times Square, they'll go, hey, magic boy, pull a rabbit out of your hat. And you're going to draw, if you're going to draw a magician, you draw a top hat and a wand and a hat. And yet I'd never seen that trick live. And maybe some of you haven't either. And, uh, and they go on to do it. But that's a good point. I've, I've never seen somebody pull a magic. I, does anybody still do that? I don't think anybody does. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but that led me to wonder well, who did it first, yeah. and and we have a little clip of this guy uh, from the Art of Impossible YouTube channel talking about John Henry Anderson. John Henry Anderson came from Scotland and was known as the Great Wizard of the North, and claimed that he was given this title by the famous Scottish writer Walter Scott. It was not true. In fact, a lot of what Anderson claimed was not true. But one thing we know for sure, Anderson used the rabbit trick in his repertoire in the late 1830s. And I have proof. Here, my dear friends, is the first picture in history of a magician pulling a rabbit from a hat. Okay, I mean, it's a 
just for people at home. It's just a drawing. Oh, basically a woodcut. That, yeah, it was a woodcut. Yeah, and he he like uh, he advertised himself with these woodcuts of him pulling rabbits out of us. And I think that seems like he was kind of the one that popularized it in, in a lot of ways. Um, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I was rushing before. Do you guys have any comments about Penn and Teller, about this man? Uh, John uh, John Henry Anderson. I mean, I just think this guy looks, rabbits in general. This guy just look. As soon as he came up, I was like, "Oh, is this this guy's a magician?" <laughs> Knowing nothing about him. I'm a longtime fan of Penn and Teller. I've the ma- magician culture is always so bizarre to me because they. You're right, uh, Kyle. They all do look like that. <laughs> like they all look the same. Yeah. Like they all look like they're like they're they're like purposely off-putting like i don't want to like i'm not talking about like their <laughs> their personal like looks it's just like that's how they dress yeah like like this guy's wearing like he looks like he's wearing like uh the obi-wan kenobi robe but black <laughs> um yeah I, I mean i uh i i don't believe i think penn and teller are the only magicians i've seen live i've also seen them live i went to their uh vegas show yeah um, i went to um I went to their I went to their Vegas show and I went to when I lived in San Antonio I went to a show they had there. They run out I'm sorry they like they run outside and you can like take pictures with them and like Teller talks all the time outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you asking if I'd seen I was going to ask if you'd seen the if they did the goldfish trick, the uh, the goldfish bowl trick when you were there. Uh I don't remember that. They did something with a dead fish. The uh, Teller did this like solo silent act that was, I mean, it was so cool. It, he had just like a big goldfish bowl, uh, had a bunch of goldfish in it and water, and he would like trip and spill it. And when he spilled it, like coins came out of it. Oh, of, yes, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. I, I was blown away. I saw the Harlem Globetrotters do something similar. <laughs> I've seen the Harlem Globetrotters too, and it's it was funny because they do like all the trick stuff like in the first half. In the second half, it just turned into like a normal basketball game. So well, it got a little, <laughs> a little boring. Yeah, you got to sprinkle it throughout. I've been to the Magic Castle in Los Angeles, and that was one of my favorite nights ever. Just like wandering around and, and people just doing close-up magic in front of you all over this like old... Uh, oh, is that what happens? Yeah, sounds, uh, sounds, yeah, sounds great, Nick. So you just wander I mean, I, around well, and people are doing... It's like a... Like, a, like just m- random people everywhere. It's not a show. There, there are also shows like they have several different theaters, like small theaters, in the in the uh, in the house, and uh, you can reserve seats to them. It's like a farmers market for magicians. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, <laughs> magicians farmers market. <laughs> if it is just like people will just like stand behind a table and start doing tricks and just kind of walk, wander around them, and you also have to you have to pay for an overpriced bad dinner. And mm. but otherwise, it's it's a great time. So it's like medieval times in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like medieval times. <laughs> um, and then I I had a friend named Augustine that used to wander around the bar, like uh, the bar that I used to go to uh, after my improv practice on Wednesdays when I was uh, first starting to do improv. The Nomad here in Austin, they they hired this magician to just walk walk around and do close up magic at at all the tables at the bar. And that was oh man. incredible. Wait, Nomad hired a magician to do close-up magic? That yeah. rules. All I ever get is like the dude selling tamales or uh, banana bread. Well, that yeah, you're good right, too. Jared. The, the guy doing close-up magic sounds way better than being able to eat tamales, tamales or banana bread. Or... Well, I mean, I've crushed, I've drunkenly crushed some banana bread at a bar, but I can't imagine like 
the response that this poor bastard gets <laughs> like from from drunk people like doing close up magic in front of them he was great i mean he had he had a very thick accent and he kind of spoke in broken english and uh he, that just made it even more charming because so much of magic is doing this patter and the patter didn't quite make sense sometimes <laughs> but he was incredible he was like really good at close up magic and he would steal our watches like this might have just been a thief (laughs) yeah he did this great thing where he would like put a ball under a cup and then he would ask us to follow the ball and pick where it was at we'd give him a we'd give him a 20 dollar bill and he'd make it disappear okay well that so i wanted to yeah cover what the history of uh pulling a rabbit out of hat and the amazing randy and now let's look at the the Heathcliff's Amazing Randy, and I believe this is the first appearance of the Amazing Randy and Kevin. This is from <laughs> oh. January twelfth, twenty sixteen, and uh, this is all very similar to the comic we <laughs> just looked at. It's almost exactly the same, <laughs> except the joke is so much cleaner. <laughs> but it's uh, the Amazing Randy pulling Heathcliff out of his top hat, and. Uh, He's he's angrily saying, "What have you done with Kevin?" And the crowd seems <laughs> the crowd's to like it. They're applauding. It. Yeah, they're the crowd's really, going wild. They're really tearing it up. <laughs> Except for the it one is. person in the balcony who is has <laughs> a balcony. Wow, dead-eyed, <laughs> staring ahead, uh, very confused. Um, I do like that he's grabbing Heathcliff by the scruff of his neck, like he properly knew mm-hmm. how to pick up a cat instead of you know yanking him up by the ears like he would have. And Randy Heathcliff has well, uh, gone limp in recognition of Randy's alpha uh, status. <laughs> well, that's like the and button it, for a cat. You ever pick your cat up by the scruff of their neck and it oh, just yeah. shuts them down? And I will say, uh, Jared, I, I, in researching this, you would not actually pick up a rabbit by its ears. You you would pick them up in, with a similar in, from a similar spot, and uh, because <laughs> you want to treat the rabbit with you don't want to hurt the rabbit, but also what the reason that they use rabbits? First of all, the white fur against the black. It's like a big mm. contrast and striking. But also, rabbits have these long bodies so that they stretch out when you pull out a, mm. a rabbit. It looks so much longer than when you kind of compress it back down into, the, into its normal rabbit's shape. It looks like a very long... It just looks more impressive. <laughs> that is so true. I'm demonstrating. For That's, I, yeah, I, for I the mean, people at home, Nick is moving his uh, hands up and down <laughs> to show us the approximate length of a rabbit. To demonstrate the idea of length, I would assume they're like because they're just docile lumps of fur too. Was probably that is the other reason because they 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 tend to sit still, whereas a cat would obviously like flop, would be scratching and trying to get out now, of there. Now I want to I want to be clear that I would never pick up a rabbit by its ears. I'm just going by like every cartoon I've ever seen. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I also don't think a rabbit can turn its ears into like a helicopter either. But well, that just may be cartoon logic. We don't know for sure. So this is the f- I believe this is the first instance of the Amazing Randy and Kevin, and Kevin is is not named. So the Amazing Randy almost always has this uh, sort of uh, easel with a. It looks like he's giving a timeshare presentation. It's like an <laughs> easel with, with his name written on it and and some drawings indicating magic, uh, but it doesn't. It, I feel like it usually says the Amazing Randy and Kevin. This time it just says the Amazing Randy, um, but I. I but I believe this is the first instance. He, he doesn't come back to him. This was 2016. He doesn't come back to him again until 2020, wow. from my research at least. And so now the, the little timeshare sign says the amazing Randy and Kevin. And you're right. There's still a balcony here. So this is a... <laughs> so Kevin's agent 
was busy in between 2016 and 2020. <laughs> yeah. He got, actually got billed now. He got Kevin on the on the poster in the same, well, yeah, I mean, roughly the same font size as Randy, which is huge. Norm, you know, that's... But, and he's got a picture. You got a picture, picture of Kevin. Yeah. yeah. You don't see a picture of, of Randy. Mm-mm. By the way, you Kevin sure is only in one trick, I assume. <laughs> and he gets... Well, you don't know that. <laughs> Kevin could rib. Kevin That's could ha- be doing Kevin could be sawing a woman in half or something. Yeah, this know? is like a Penn and Teller thing, maybe, and he's spilling a goldfish bowl full of coins. And That's right. Uh, crowd, the straight man who doesn't talk. Yeah, we do have to assume that his crowd not is, is into this one. Yeah, that's true. the The crowd is looking not; they're not looking at the stage. They're looking <laughs> that's like a waiter <laughs> dropped a glass. <laughs> looking to the left of the stage. Yeah. Um, Randy has also dyed his hair brown. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But his cape has gotten bigger. Uh-huh. Um, you have to assume that the act does include more than just pulling things out of his hat, even though that's all we ever see of the act. You have to assume um, that. But, okay, so yeah, this is the same thing as before. Randy pulling Heathcliff out of the hat, and he, but this time Randy is saying, tell Kevin I'll get him for this. This is a very similar joke. Even more similar to the, the current one, I would say. <laughs> we're, we're inching closer. We're seeing the, uh, the, this is like multiple drafts of this here. But I think it, there's some divergences. Okay, yeah. Uh, so here we go. July here we go. Yes, more like it. boy, Peter. So this time Heathcliff is the magician on stage and he's pulling <laughs> the amazing Randy out of the hat. So it's just it's just it's just his head and his bow tie poking out of the of the top hat. Well, he's and, very uh, compressible like a rabbit. <laughs> yes. Very compressible. Randy's body is approximately this long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, now and, uh, Randy is saying, so you're working so you're working with Kevin. Randy's on the sign too now. Yeah. Yes. Randy's I, on I the sign. Notice that too. But the agent never sleeps because Kevin now <laughs> is underlined. <laughs> <laughs> so they managed randy managed to get on the sign but kevin's still um being emphasized here although there are stars it's, it's, surrounding the amazing randy so it was kind of a you know compromise i feel at some point it's going to be kevin and the amazing randy like the agent's gonna <laughs> yell oh like when it was slimer and the real ghostbusters when they right, it, right. yeah they emphasize Pete, who the real star is peter if you're listening if you're if you're listening send us a little clues in the next amazing randy <laughs> one that you draw and make it kevin and the amazing randy and we'll know that you're a listener and i will say uh the audience again looking away from the stage. <laughs> they're looking sort of to the just to the right of, of the action. Uh, but Heathcliff is, they love it. This is a this is a very big version of Heathcliff. Sometimes it's he's very mm-hmm. tiny. This is a very yeah. big Heathcliff. Like he's very rotund in this one. He's going yeah. through a bulking phase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna cut. He's gonna go through a cutting phase soon. But this is his bulking phase. Uh, okay, then this oh. is <laughs> sort of a Thanksgiving one. This Heathcliff standing on the fence wearing a pilgrim outfit, and he's got his pilgrim hat off, and a turkey is poking his head out of the pilgrim hat, and the amazing Randy and Jonathan happen to be st- <laughs> they happen to be in a window with a perfect view of this, and they're poking their heads out, and Kevin is saying, "Not bad." The rabbit <laughs> is the one talking here. By by the way, Randy, it's still in full full costume. 
Yes. Even even relaxing at home. Is. <laughs> also, Kevin, the way that Kevin's mouth is drawn, it looks like he's got a Homer Simpson-esque five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he's got that Flintstones <laughs> yeah. Homer Simpson muzzle thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. The, okay. the turkey, oh, oh yeah, the turkey looked like he had been plucked. Like if you look at his neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is not being a spare, this is not turkey is not being pardoned. Uh, <laughs> plucking off those feathers, getting ready to eat it. Um, so then, uh, 2021, June 21st. <laughs> so, okay. So Kevin is pink now. Um, and he's pulling the amazing Randy out of his hat, similarly to the way Heathcliff did earlier, but now Heathcliff and the mouse for some reason are on side stage watching, <laughs> watching the act. I guess they, they know they're friends with amazing Randy and Kevin. So they get to stay, stand backstage. Yeah. They get VIP um, access. <laughs> And the mouse is saying he's lost control of Kevin. Uh, that's pretty. This is pretty. This is a pretty good one. Randy Ran- looks Randy's, so Randy's like gone gray too. Yeah, know? he's his yes. hair's his hair's gray, and he look. And normally his eyes are way bigger, and he's like scowling. But in this, he's just straight up frowning. It's as if he has <laughs> given up. I believe that's oh, his lost mustache. control of Kevin. Yeah, that's his mustache. Oh, oh, okay. He's just sort of blank face. Well, yeah. Either way, yeah, it still is not a happy look. Um and uh, to call attention to the poster again, uh, the amazing Randy. It is still the amazing Randy and Kevin, but now their portraits are side by side, and they have the stars are surrounding both of their portraits. So clearly, a conversation was was had, and they're they're putting them back on equal playing. Does the amazing adjective apply to both of them? Do you think, or is it the amazing Randy and Kevin, or are they both amazing? I think I think it's just the amazing Randy. I think it's just I, the amazing Randy, but I think if you were to ask Kevin, Kevin would tell you it's <laughs> both. It's probably part of the it's probably one of the real sticking points of the negotiation. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and Kevin is pink. <laughs> <laughs> Ke- okay, folks, uh, Kevin is pink. <laughs> and I brought up Groundhog's Day earlier. This is the amazing Randy pulling a groundhog out of the hat. He looks very confused. <laughs> and Heathcliff and Kevin are side stage laughing. It appears he's at some sort of stand-up comedy club with a brick wall. <laughs> the back amazing Randy's at the improv. <laughs> the groundhog is saying, happy Groundhog Day from Kevin. <laughs> Man, Heathcliff and Kevin are loving it. Yeah, they are yes. just a couple of a pair of cards, if you will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is this is great. I love the idea that uh, Heathcliff and Kevin got together with their groundhog pal and were like, "Oh, Randy's gonna hate this." <laughs> and, and like, are are Heathcliff and 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 Kevin just sort of like in the shadows, like implied in the shadows? Are they like? bold face right there where he can see them like i mean you'd have to think if randy can like look over and see like oh kevin's not here what's gonna happen now yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think they came out to watch but yeah yeah they didn't like they just sprung it on him like this is yeah them popping up after the groundhog i think so yeah yeah Uh, by the way i love i love randy's picture on the poster now he's just just cheesing (laughs) it up all teeth the full the full bottom half of randy's face here <clears throat> is uh he's, is wearing teeth. A, he's wearing a jake from state farm sweater on stage <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i don't know if that's what peter gallagher intended was uh, this uh, cardigan yeah the, the color uh, yeah i'm i feel like the colorist went rogue here because now kevin is pink and white yes 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's Kevin's playing with his look, you know. And I guess Randy is too. They're trying some his, stuff. His out. hair's his hair's black again. Mm-hmm. That's right. He he really is trying. He he he's trying to reinvent himself every time. And he, they he keeps workshopping this sign. He's gonna he's gonna figure it out. He, I'm sure he spent a fortune on pictures, like uh, on pho- <laughs> like, yeah, and some, a photographer. Yeah, local headshot takers love him. <laughs> bilking this guy for all he's worth. You know, this is like a like like Bowie. Like he just reinvents himself for every mm. like every tour. It is exactly yeah. <laughs> like Bowie. If Bowie was just like always Ziggy Stardust, but uh, <laughs> just like a di- maybe just like sometimes. a different colorway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe sometimes he smiled more. <laughs> um, well, the, these were the only six amazing Randy and Kevin comics I could find. It surprised me. I thought he was a more prominently featured character, mm-hmm. but. He's, uh, he maybe, just looms large. He looms large, and I probably miss some. So that's also oh, a possibility. Well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say these are, um, I, I would call most of these bangers. I mean, these are really fun, especially those last two. Those are really, really funny. So, uh, Randy, you've made an impact, and we thank you. Um, and we yeah, welcome you, you, and we love you, and we embrace you. And we love Kevin, too. Do you feel like Kevin has the same like a like concurrent adventures that Heathcliff has? Like we're just like kind of stepping in because he always seems to be oh. screwing with uh, with Randy. Like if you were to follow Kevin, like would you get the same sort of content you get with Heathcliff? They mm. seem to be uh, birds of a similar feather. Yeah, uh, they're both little stinkers for tricksters, sure. Tricksters, yeah. Jared, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having me. Check out Cinestomp, uh, the Cinestomp podcast. podcast. Yes, yes. It's sometimes yeah. weekly. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so is our podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> you one parting shot at me. No, it was the first. Not, yeah. I lost all those groceries. <laughs> <laughs> I blame. No, I blame. I blame the weather. Um, hey, until next time, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>